Have you ever fallen out with somebody and wanted to mend the relationship? Do you look at the world and see our nations and groups of people at odds with each other and believe that there must be a better way to deal with our problems? What do you do when you're faced with injustice and hostility? Well, in today's talk, I want to offer a better way to mend our relationships, deal with the conflicts of our world and overcome the hostility and injustice we see around us. And that is through reconciliation. The title of today's talk is Reconciled People, Reconciled People. And I want to read from the book 2 Corinthians, which says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, although God were making his appeal through us. I want to give a brief definition as to what reconciliation is. It is the process of making two people or groups of people friendly again after they've argued seriously or fought and kept apart from each other. So the first point I want to make is we are a reconciled people. And Paul in those verses wants to remind us that if we're going to bring reconciliation and healing to the world, we must first remember that we have been reconciled that we have been forgiven and that we've been given a new opportunity to start again. I remember when I first read those verses from 2 Corinthians. I was 19 and I was on my way to rehab. At the age of 17, I had found myself in prison and then I got heavily involved in drugs before I was shipped off to Bogota, Colombia, where my family's from, to go to rehab. The rehab center that I was in was Catholic so I quickly realized that if I read my Bible, they gave me seconds for lunch and seconds for dinner. So I was quite happy about that and quite happy to read my Bible because of it. But after a few days, the words of the Bible started to come alive. And I wanted to read the Bible. I'll read the Bible about 10 hours a day. At night, they'd make us go to bed quite early around 8 p.m. because we'd have to be up at four in the morning. So some days, I would lie to them. I would say that I was constipated and they would let me go to the toilet without many questions. And I remember one night in the toilet, in rehab, in Bogota, Colombia, I read those verses. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. And I could feel God giving me a new beginning, forgiving me and reconciling me to a relationship with the Father. You might be here today and you might feel as though you've made too many mistakes. You may have been in rehab or in prison or perhaps somewhere worse. I want you to know that Jesus wants to reconcile you into a relationship with him. You could start today, you could have a new beginning. You couldn't be forgiven. And for some of us, maybe you already have a relationship with Jesus. And this is what Paul wants to remind us of. He wants to remind us what we've been saved from. He wants to remind us of how we've been forgiven, of the new beginning that we've been offered. Because when we understand that we've been reconciled, we have the power to bring reconciliation into the world. And this is what 
Paul says, and this is the second point I want to make, is that as reconciled people, we reconcile people. In those verses, Paul says, he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Paul now is emphasizing to the Corinthians and to us that as reconciled people, we now have the power and the ability and the ministry to bring reconciliation to our world, to bring that same forgiveness, that same restoration that we received into the world in which we live. So often in the world when we're faced with hostility and injustice, we can take two sides. We either ignore it, pretend it's not happening, sweep it under the carpet, or we get angry, we accuse, we condemn, we judge. But neither of these makes the problems any better. In the same way, Jesus, when he came, he didn't choose to condemn us for our sin or to ignore the sin. He chose to reconcile us. He stood in our place and gave us new life. He forgave us so that reconciliation could be possible. As reconciled people, we can reconcile people. But everybody thinks reconciliation is a good idea until they have someone to be reconciled to. I remember about two years ago, I was just outside of HTB, Brompton Road, and I bumped into somebody. And I quickly looked back, I apologized. And then I realized that I remembered this person, but I wasn't quite sure where from. And then I started to get memories to when I was two years old. I was in Miami, because that's where I was born, and I'd be walking in the middle of the night with my mum because she had just had another fight with my father. My father would chase us in the car, wanting us to go back home. I remember my mum crying and bleeding sometimes. I remember not knowing why this was happening. But now, outside of Brompton Road, I could see that the person who was in front of me was my father. I didn't know what to say, how to react. All I could feel was the anger and the resentment. So I quickly fumbled out a few words and I gave him my phone number. I told him that I came to this church and I left quite happy that I didn't have to have more of a conversation. I was hoping, to be honest with you, that I'd never see him again. But for the two Sundays that followed, he came to church, he asked me at the door, so we sat next to each other and we didn't speak a word the whole service. After the second Sunday, I didn't hear from him for, for a while, so again, I was quite pleased that I didn't have to deal with that situation. But then one month after, I got a phone call from a man called Ben. He told me that my father had given him my number and that I was the only one who could help him. He had been arrested and he was going to be deported and he needed me to take a suitcase of clothes to him that he had left behind. When I received the phone call, the anger and the resentment started to well up again. And I really, if I'm honest with you, wanted to just ignore the phone call, just hang up and pretend I didn't receive it. Unfortunately, though, that Sunday we spoke about reconciliation at church and I remember them saying that if there's somebody you need to be reconciled to, just listen and forgive. So I decided to go. I went to South London and I remember as I was signing into the detention centre where he was being held, I had to fill in the form and it would ask, 
what's your relationship with the person? And I remember having to sign for the first time in my life, father, dad, I didn't know which one to write. It was so awkward. And then as I walked up into the waiting room, I was holding on to the seat almost as if it was going to be ejected. And I just remembered those words, listen and forgive. And as he approached, I saw him walking slowly towards me. It felt like hours. And then he sat in front of me and I just asked him, just tell me how how you came to be here. And as he told me his story, as he told me how he had absent parents, about how he was abused, about how he was let down by his family members, about how he was in and out of prison his whole life. The anger and the resentment that I had slowly started to fade away and the love for the human that was in front of me began to be born. When he came to the end of telling me his story, he said those words, I wish I could have a new beginning. And almost in a moment, I remembered when I was in that toilet, in rehab, in Bogota, Colombia, and how Jesus had given me a new beginning, how Jesus had forgiven me and reconciled me. So I said to him, it's not too late for you to have a new beginning. God loves you so much that he sent Jesus to die for you so that you could be forgiven and have a new beginning. And in that detention center, I got to lead him in a prayer where he asked Jesus to come into his life. Today, God might be calling you to reconcile with somebody. He may be calling you to bring reconciliation at home, at work, in your nation, or even the world. And it is possible because reconciled people can reconcile people. Imagine a world where reconciliation was our main priority. Imagine a world where through reconciliation, we restored the divides, we rebuilt the bridges, we brought peace, we loved our enemies. What would that world look like? Well, I believe it is possible through reconciliation and through what Jesus has done on the cross. Reconciliation is possible even in the most difficult of circumstances. As reconciled people, we can reconcile people. And we're going to wait for a moment because I feel like God might be speaking to some of you who are watching me today at HDB at Home. And we're going to pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to come where you are. So, Holy Spirit, we pray that you'd come right now and speak to people. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'd bring strength and courage to be a- for us to be able to listen and forgive. And I feel like there might be somebody here today who feels as though they've made one too many mistakes and that they could never be reconciled to God.
feel Jesus just wants to let you know that you can have a new beginning today. The old is gone and the new has come. There may be somebody here today who is just saying, this relationship, it's, it's impossible for me to reconcile. I can't do it. I don't have the words. I don't even know where they are. And this verse in the Psalms says, Open your mouth and I will fill it. Uh, and I felt like God was saying, He's going to create the opportunity for you to be in the room. And when you open the mouth, He'll give you the words to speak. I felt for somebody, you, you, you have a call. You see the problems in the world. You see the injustice. You see the hostility. And, and you want to stand in the gap. You want to be a reconciler. you might feel like you're not good enough. I feel like today God wants to give you the strength and the courage to stand up and speak. He, I, I feel God saying he's calling you. He's going to equip you. He's going to put the people around you to strengthen you and he's going to open the doors for you to do what he's called you to do. So Father, I just pray for everybody listening today, that we will remember that Jesus reconciled us to the Father and as reconciled people, we can reconcile people.